Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the collector. What's and today up? you gave me... 3,000 3, miles to Graceland, bro. This movie, uh, fun fact, actually won the Academy Award for dopest fucking movie ever made. Oh, oh, I have some fun facts. This is actually has 12 nominations, and we're going to get into those later. Oh, probably all Razzies. <laughs> <laughs> um, this came out in 2001. Yeah, man. I was like fifth grade when I saw this. Fifth, sixth grade when I saw this movie. Uh, Domain, can you say that director's name? Because I can't pronounce it. Uh, Demian Lichtenstein. Yeah, that's a mouthful. That is. German, obviously. It's his, uh, this is his directorial debut, I think. Fucking knocked it out of the park, dude. Oh, my God. So, I have a synopsis. Yeah, man. Um... A bunch of washed-up actors oh, dress up like Elvis oh, oh, oh. and rob a casino. First of all, let's <laughs> calm down. Washed-up, bro? 2001, most of these actors have, like... Are you wouldn't say that shit to Kurt Russell's face. No, I wouldn't. Kurt yeah. Russell is Kurt Russell in this movie, like... And my dog Kevin Costner put some respect on his name, bro. Yeah, I liked Kevin Costner's... His part is makes this movie, bro. I I like his character. I like how he portrays them, but Marv. that's literally Murph. the Murph. literally the only thing about this movie. Um, Courtney Cox, even though like her acting is fucking dog shit in this movie, she's fucking bad. Oh, <laughs> she's, she's she's at the height of her sexiness. Primed in this movie. You know um, what I realized that like in the nineties and like early two thousands. Shout out to David Arquette for always finding a way to sneak his wife into these fucking movies. <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> think about it. Screams. They're both in them. Fucking this movie, they're both in them. I'm sure. Sure, I'm sure it happened in It others. did feel weird having him in this movie, so I think she brought him aboard. Oh, yeah, because he's, like, barely in it. Yeah. yeah. He's great, though, in his little five minutes, though. <laughs> Set your money, go. No, 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 this is this is my money. I, this is I, my money. I don't really, like, care for him. I don't know. I mean, it's, like, it's David Arquette, bro. It's, like, he, I don't feel one way or another. He's just there. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like, I don't hate him, but... He's never, like, destroyed a movie for me, but he's never made one either. Exactly. So it's like I said, he's just there, bro. And fucking... Christian Slater is in this movie. Oh, yeah. They kill Christian Slater. Like, that broke my fucking heart. It's not the 90s, bitch. Christian Slater, we don't need you. We already got one good-looking guy, man. We don't need you to. True Romance. I love that movie. I love... Love that fucking True movie. Romance. Shout out to Mick for making me watch that because I yeah. wouldn't have seen it otherwise. Yeah, Mick did you a favor for sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Must have thought it was White Boy Day. It ain't White Boy Day, is it, Charlie? Nah, man, it ain't White Boy Day at all. <laughs> love that fucking movie. Um, so, yeah, these guys get together. They get out of jail. They rob this casino. And then they get away with the money. And it's basically Kurt Russell against... Uh, Kevin Costner... Fucks the other three over, but it makes it seem like he's going to keep Kurt Russell around because they know each other previously. Mm -hmm. See, they all know Kevin Costner, but Kevin Costner doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't even, kind of like Kurt Russell's the only one he kind of has respect for as like a real gangster. Right. So he shoots all of them and decides to keep all the money because they rob a casino all dressed like Elvis because it's like Elvis week in Vegas and they're all huge Elvis fans. Okay, this is basically um, Reindeer Games Part 2, but with Elvis. <laughs> I mean, I think this movie's better than Reindeer Games. Well, not, not by a whole lot. Ah, come on, man. Um, so, I tried to watch this, I think, like a year ago, because I'm trying to watch more movies that I haven't yeah, seen. You, you told me you couldn't get past the CGI scorpions in the mm, intro? I 
got fuck, the CGI scorpions are so bad. Even when I watched it recently, it I'm is hilarious like, watching it now. But yeah. like in one, I was like, wow, this is groundbreaking. <laughs> um, it was silly, but I did get up to the part when they're in the car, and Kevin Costner was like. Driving a beautiful fucking Cadillac. Oh, the cars in this movie are fucking gorgeous. But he's like Elvis Presley or um, Frank Sinatra. Well, David Arquette's what does it. That's what David Arquette is, and he best lines of his best of his lines in that movie though. Yeah, and he gets a fucking shot to the dick, and Elvis the the king is down, and my fucking. Kevin Costner whips that bitch in a fucking U-turn in the middle of the street. Who the fuck said the king is down? Yeah. And that's the that's when I turned it off because I don't like Elvis. I don't like his music. I feel like his career is built on, you know, black culture. And it's crazy the though because that he's, the people that are in that culture have nothing but nice things to say about him. Right. They're like, he was one of my best friends. And I get that. But I, it still makes me uncomfortable that, you know, he just rode their coattails into fame. And I get that. And that's what I think is the craziest thing about Elvis is because he has he had at one point, like probably the most dedicated following of fans ever. Mm-hmm. But as the years go on and, you know, those people are dying off and I've heard that they've even talked about shutting down Graceland because they don't make enough money. Like his daughter's doing live shows there just to keep people coming. You know what I mean? Like, I just like even as a kid, I do not like Elvis. Like I don't like his voice. I don't like his music. I don't like his performance. It's, like it's only because they feel like he stole. You know, which the recording business back then. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people got fucked over. I'm sure, but it was more so his manager than it was him. I guess. But even still, I just genuinely didn't like his music. Because if you think about it, in the '60s, there was like, the two biggest artists were the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And Elvis and right. people still revere the Beatles like God's gift, which can't take anything away from John Lennon. Like he wrote a lot of their shit. Paul mm-hmm. McCartney wrote a lot of their shit. Yep. And I think that's where it goes because Elvis didn't write music. He just went out there, sang it and yeah, shook he's just them a hips, you know performer. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But how dare they say he was better than Frank Sinatra? That's where I have a problem. Oh, I mean, yeah, of course. I love Frank Sinatra. You know I love Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra is goat. Chairman of the board, baby. Mobbed up. No, I fuck with Frankie. But his whole like Elvis is the king made me shut this movie off. I'm like, I can't do it. So yeah, that's where I stopped. That's it. the whole premise of it, though. You know what I mean? I I get the whole like, um, the heist dressing up as Elvis because Elvis week. I get it. But they kept the Elvis three theme throughout this whole movie, and that's where I was like, yeah. fuck you, man. <laughs> like I liked it. I that was the part I thought it was really cool because it's not even the fact that. Uh, uh, whether you like or hate Elvis, like they actually do put shit in there. Like w- there was a paternity suit against Elvis mm-hmm. in the seventies, and people thought that there was somebody out there that was the illegitimate son of the king, because you know he only had a daughter. Oh really? And everybody that was the whole thing. Like whoever was the real son gets Graceland, they get the Cadillacs, they get all the money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they can just prove it, and that's what I thought was cool was because Kevin Costner's supposed to be that guy. Cause they even say it when they're reading off all of his all of his uh, charges and shit. They said he went and vandalized the gates of Graceland, yelling at the top of his lungs that he was the true heir to the Presley fortune and everything. Mm-hmm. Thought that was really cool. Um, one thing that kind of bothered me about this movie is uh, when the film finished shooting, Kevin Costner and Kurt Russell disagreed about the way the film should feel, 
The studio let both stars edit their own versions, which they were then shown to test audiences. Russell's cut was more comedy-oriented and focused on characters' relationship mm. with um, Courtney Cox, while Costner's was more action-oriented. And I feel like they tried to put both of those in this movie. And and that's my thing, is like, there wasn't... I don't feel like there was a cohesive story. It mm. was kind of just like randomness. <laughs> um. I don't know, like the the her taking the money and then him trying to check her down with her kid. Mm-hmm. I like that little storyline. That was cool because like this kid had grown up with no father, and then you know Kurt Russell is like the worst guy you want. Can like, we talk about how the little kid like annoyed the fuck out of me? I wanted to reach in the he screen did, he and did, punch he him. He did bother like, me. Like I don't think I've seen this kid anything after this. But like, maybe maybe as he got older, I don't know. But. Fucking little shit kept stealing stuff. Stop fucking stealing stuff and discipline your fucking son. I thought it was funny though that she named him Jesse James. Because of all the fucking stealing and shit, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But uh, but I guess, I think she was in on it, kind of. Oh yeah, because like she knew, because like as soon as he's like, yeah, he stole my wallet, then she goes up into the fucking little attic, and she knew exactly like where he kept all the shit they stole. Yeah. And then uh, with the money, he's like, that bag was too heavy for that little kid to grab. You know what's funny is uh, Kendra said that because when he pulls it down, Kendra's like. There's no way that little kid got that up there. And then later in the movie, they say that. She's like, I was going to, but I was just going to get the money for you. Like, uh-huh. like she, you know, that was the funny thing about it is like she wanted him, but still wanted to fuck him over at the same time. She's so fucking annoyingly head over heels for him. And I don't know why. Like, Courtney Cox's character was so in love with this character. And it's like, he's a piece of shit. What the Think about right? it from her perspective, though, bro. She's a fucking waitress at a dead-end diner and a fucking shithole nowhere town in the desert, bro. Like. She probably tried to latch on to anybody that had anything going on. When you put it that way, that makes sense. And, like, you know, like <laughs> him being that, the yeah. real deal, like, you know, everybody could be out like a fucking gangster. But that man was like, about that shit. He's like, I'll murder you and your fucking son if y'all steal from me. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I don't know. I thought that was cool. And then, then they kind of bonded over the thing with the cops because she ended up calling the cops because he thought she thought he was going to fucking murder her. Mm-hmm. Great line, by the way. I'll put cherry pile over that back fucking wall. You lie to me again. Like, oof. Stop snake. Stop snake blisking, bro. You can't. You can't stop it, bro. <laughs> uh and then Kevin Costner's character. Fucking Murph, dude. Like this is the I kind of fell off with Kevin Costner before I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you follow Kevin Costner's career, obviously he started acting in movies before I was, you know, uh born or even in it, you know, or in the movies like that. Mm-hmm. But some of his older movies I love. The Field of Dreams, I fuck with that movie. Yeah. Like it. Waterworld. Everybody hates that movie. I, I love, love Waterworld, bro. I have that shit on DVD. Anytime him and Dennis Hopper want to do a movie, I don't give a shit how bad it was. Well, I mean, Dennis Hopper's dead now, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I love Waterworld. Dances with Wolves, my bad. Dances with Wolves, I can fucking take or leave it. That's a long ass, boring ass movie. But The Bodyguard, I love that movie. I want to save Whitney Houston. Like that's how good that movie is. <laughs> Greatest soundtrack song ever. In the... Get you every time, bro. R.I.P. Whitney. I guess we can talk about uh, the soundtrack of this movie because you, it was that the, was the only thing you said to me. I love that soundtrack. That's the only thing that this thing had going for it because they had nothing face. Mm-hmm. Like I was shocked about that. Some that they, good hard rock in it. Though. And uh, spine shank like. A lot of people may not like Spine Shank because they're like they're that medium between rock and metal. Mm. But I fuck with Spine Shank. Like when I was getting into metal and I found out about Spine Shank, I fucking had them on repeat for a while. 
Yeah, so whenever fucking new disease came on, I was like, oh, fuck, yes. Even though it was iced tea. Hey, you watch up. your mouth. Watch your <laughs> mouth. Iced tea is a fucking national treasure. You can't tell me that you didn't laugh because that was so silly. Him hanging upside down. I loved spraying it, Spraying the walls. Like, that what was the hell, so Jack? I told you to bring a couple. First of all, that, we're overlooking that. Shout out to Howie Long. Great cameo in this fucking movie, bro. You think he just plays football? No, no, no. Guy can act, too. Guy can act, too. And he's singing uh, Hit the Road Jack in the helicopter. I thought that was great, bro. I thought that was great. <laughs> Hit the Road Jack. He's just flying it around. Murph, man. It's great. It's great. Loved it. I thought you told you to bring a couple guys, Jack. Gibbs is a couple guys. He's like just all decked out in tactical gear, fucking pistols. Yeah, guns. talk about Snake Blisk. <laughs> Bro, Ice T is that dude, man. I love Ice T as an actor, man. I, I'm gonna. I love him as an artist too. Don't get me wrong. Six in the morning, colors like the man's got hits for days. Body, body count. count. You love Body Count. I know you do. But I don't love Body Count. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> I, I fuck with Body Count too. Um. Ice-T was fine. It was that stupid scene that when he was just hanging upside down, it just got silly. It was just like, well, like I, this is a cartoon. You're right. Thinking about it now as an adult, it's like, wow, that's random would you, as shit. Would you rewatch it? Go yeah. back to that scene. Like, it's silly. He took out a shitload of them, though, too. He's deadly upside down <laughs> spinning. Like, that's just fucking cool. Um, shit. I thought I had a lot more to say about this movie, but it was so just like. Roll my eyes bad. It's this is a great dumb action movie, bro. Like, That's what I said. This is a great contrast between our tastes in movies. Like Synecdoche is like super artsy, yeah. and this is like just dumb action. If anybody ever wanted to know what the real thing of war was, cinema, this is the perfect episode for it, or perfect two episodes for it, because. Like he just said, that's what he's. That's his movies, man. He mm-hmm. wants artistic value. He wants a message, and then and, 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 and then you just want dumb action. Give me some fucking blood, man. Give me some guns. Give me some bitches. Like, give me the, the thing good is, shit. Like, even during the heist movie when they were having the shootout, like I was bored. Like I I've never... love it when he turns around and he does the cape swing, and he's got that fucking massive sh- uh, the double that uh, automatic shotgun, bro. <laughs> boom, 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 and they're fucking blowing up slot machines and shit. I was cool, dude. It's boring like i didn't care about the action like it wasn't compelling to me and why did the black guy have to be the first one that died like why are we having that 90s trope they were all dead they killed them all at the same time the first guy in oh because he was running his fucking mouth that's why he got it (laughs) that's when you know that's the scene you learn but okay we ain't fucking with kevin costner in this one (laughs) this ain't this ain't play it safe kevin this is i'm here to fuck shit up kevin and one thing that annoyed me about this movie is it didn't know how to make emotional scenes except playing the uh, the like reverb guitar in the background, <laughs> that 90s reverb guitar to make you try to try to make it feel like an emotional scene when you don't care about the characters because they didn't know how to build them properly. You got to be talking about all the scenes between fucking Courtney Cox and uh, <laughs> not Courtney Cox, uh, fucking Monica. One. The first time I noticed it, it is Courtney Cox, isn't it? Yeah, Courtney Cox. But the first time I noticed it was in the helicopter when the black guy got shot. He's trying to like save him, and the black guy dies, and you just hear this guitar in the background, like, and I was just like, really? Oh, because didn't they let him go? Yeah, they, they pushed him off. Him. Yeah, they just dropped him out. But they didn't do any character building, so I did not give a shit about anybody. I didn't care that you're sad. I don't care that this guy died. Like. There was no character building. I thought it did a lot for Costner's character because it's like he's the bad guy, but he still had like principles because like he tried to save him. And then when he couldn't, 
he throws him out the plane, but then he takes his fucking wig off and he's like wiping the dude's blood off his face. Like yeah, you could tell it like really bothered him that he couldn't save him. That, like, that one guy got dropped because he was all good until Christian Slater started talking that shit. Yeah. Because he was like, this dude's fucking dead. I want part of his money too. And he's like, no, that shit's going to his family. Which would you whatever. do? What do you mean? Would you split it? Split up his share or would you like you keep his share and give it to his family? I would give it to his family because the yeah. man did the work. You know what I mean? It's I one thing if we didn't get the job done or we didn't get any of the money, but like we made it out. Like, yeah, that man gets his cut like, just because he got killed. Because mm. I was thinking about that. I'm like, Christian Slater's not wrong. Like, I'd split it up. <laughs> he wasn't wrong for asking, but when the dude that set the job up and who you can tell is clearly fucking off his rocker oh, right. tells you no. <laughs> Probably should sit back down, bro. Yeah. Because he's just like, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick his fucking money up. I'm going to put it in this bag. And he ain't going to say a fucking thing. And uh, Kevin Costner's like, Mikey, you feel that way? I just want to get on the road, Merv. You know, like, this ain't my first rodeo. Let's just get the fuck out of here. David Arquette, what you think about it? This is my money. That's that's y'all's money. This is my money. (laughs) Well, boom, blows that motherfucker away, too. Well, before that, he's like, fine, fine, fine. Let's just, you know keep his split and then he just starts insulting him like look at them fucking sideburns like we're just fucking around but you you're th- living you that you're, shit i glued mine on for the job you think you're really the fucking guy don't yeah. you that's when he blows him away yeah you're gonna insult me and the king yep <sighs> as i said man if you didn't like the whole movie as a whole or you don't you don't fuck with kurt russell's part in it bro like if you don't like kevin costner in that movie he was the only saving grace. That's what the craziest thing about it was, man. Because like I said, I'd never seen him play a villain in a movie. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to watch him play a hero anymore. <laughs> I want him to be the bad guy. And everything I, I, now. He makes me wish the rest of this movie. I liked the rest of this movie. He I made hate- me go see Mr. Brooks. And I hated that fucking movie. <laughs> and I own it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Why do you own it? Uh, because when I bought the first PlayStation 3, it was the deal Walmart had going. Buy really? a PlayStation 3, get 10 Blu-rays. And it was very picked over by the time I got to it. I didn't know they had that deal going on. Quick fun. Oh, no, it wasn't in Florida. Quick fun story. I was in Dallas with my dad watching the Cowboys play, and we were in the Dallas Walmart. They had that deal. So we buy the PlayStation. We buy the games. Well, we don't think about the fact that we have to take a plane back to Florida. <laughs> so my dad just puts the fucking PlayStation in the box in his bag and sends it through the thing. So the TSA people, all they see is all these wires and shit, bro. They fucking tackled us in the middle of the fucking airport. No, they didn't. Yes, it was bad, bro. Like, they didn't tackle me because I was a kid, but they fucking grabbed me. They rough handled my dad a little bit, roughed him up. He's like, it's a fucking PlayStation. They're like, we don't know. 9-11. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah, because like, had to have been a- It took us like 45 minutes to get through fucking security. They pulled the bitch out the box, looked at it, all that shit, sent it back through the fucking machine. They're like, all right, I guess you're good. Like, Damn. Next time, put that shit in your suitcase. Right. He's like, so what, so it can just get fucking demolished under the plane? No, fuck y'all. It was worth getting tackled by you assholes. Like, we took it back on the plane, and that was the end of it. The fun little story, but yes. That's how I got Mr. Brooks, and I watched that movie because I was like, oh, he's a serial killer. He's the bad guy. Like, I want to watch that shit, and it mm-hmm. was fucking garbage. Oh, I see. You never seen it? Nope. Well, I'll put it on your list. Nah, it's all right. Oh, no, no, you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> it's got Dane Cook in it. You'll love that. You'll love it. I like... That's how you... I should have known. Even at 14, I should have known that movie was going to be dog shit because Dane Cook is playing in the movie, and it's a serious movie. I don't ever want to watch Dane Cook try to be serious in a movie. He can barely be funny. I think I only like him in waiting. Oh, he's great in waiting. Nah, bro, you don't like uh, you don't like my best friend's girl. I don't think I. S- 
with I, him and Jason Biggs. I can't remember if I've seen it or not. Oh, I got it. You, I'll put it on your list, bro. <laughs> it's I, I like it. It's a funny movie. Um, I think I saw Employee of the Month. That's okay. That's probably like his downslide. I would figure. Yeah. Like, oh, we didn't talk about the. Uh, yeah, give me some fun facts, bro. I I actually don't have a whole lot on this movie, besides that one that I told you. The budget was sixty-two million dollars. There's a lot of shit blowing up. Yeah. And if you think about the cast, bro, for that time period, some of those people were getting paid. Uh, cumulative worldwide growth, 18 mil. Damn. Barely, it I didn't know it'd take a loss. Well, I contributed to that 18 mil, so don't don't feel bad. I went and saw that movie in 01 when it came out. All right, I'll give you some, some stuff. Right. Awards. 12 uh, nominations. <laughs> uh, uh, nominee. For worst picture, Razzie. Razzie. He got 12 nominees. How many did it win? <laughs> it didn't win any of them. Okay, see? So it wasn't that bad. <laughs> wasn't that bad. But yeah, Razzie, Razzie, Razzie. <laughs> and then it gets down to Stinker Award. <laughs> Stinker Award, worst supporting actress, worst actor. Yeah, those people could blow me, though, man. Because like, they put Batman vs. Superman on there, too, and I like that movie. Most annoying fake accident. <laughs> accent, accent, excuse me. Her her like Southern Belle oh, accent yeah, was yeah. fucking awful. That's pretty funny. This is funny looking through these. That was funny. Hmm. I don't think like we didn't finish it off, but like they robbed the bank. Kevin Costner kills everybody. He thinks he killed Kurt Russell. He's shot, but he was wears a bulletproof vest. Yeah, because I guess he's been shot before, so he always wears a bulletproof vest. Well, before all that, they split up the money. And then um, they talked about that. Kevin like, Costner takes them off to the side and tries to. No, because they're going to bury Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They roll him up in the fucking carpet and they're like, let's bury him and get the fuck out of here. Well, as they go around and the hole, you watch David Arquette or whoever finish off the hole, you hear Kevin Costner light a cigarette and go, bam, bam. And then he's the only one that walks away. He steals Kurt Russell's badass Cadillac. Right. Oof, that shit is sexy. And then dips out. Well, of course. Fucking Kurt Russell wakes up and gets himself out of the fucking grave. Goes and then that's when he meets Courtney Cox. Starts tapping her. Son steals the money. She steals the money. He gets the money back. Then they he's they're like, take us with you. And he's like, fuck you, I'm not taking you with you. She's like, well, we know who you are and we'll tell the cops or whatever. <laughs> so she ends up getting it into the point where they go with, oh, that's what it was. She called the cops and then like, so he wouldn't go to jail. They like played it off and then. She's yeah. like, we were actually going on vacation, weren't we, honey? Right. But so, uh, but then they go to a diner or whatever, and then Courtney Cox tries to leave her son behind. No, she does. No, that's what I'm saying. She's trying to get away, but she leaves her son behind in the process. Mm. The fuck kind of mother are you? I know later in the movie, she's like, I didn't leave him with a stranger. I left him with, with you. you. Yeah, He's still a fucking stranger. Yeah. You don't know what he could have done to your kid. Exactly. exactly. You don't know him. And I thought that was a cool little bit of the movie, just the like the you know the bond between him and the kid, because like he thought he was a, he thought he wanted to be a gangster just like him. So he sees old boy smoking his clove, snapping his hand to the beat or whatever, and the kid's like, take some clove out. And uh, I just love that part because that's how I would, that's how my, like my father and grandfather like how they would show me like you know you think you can smoke cigarettes, filters are for pussies. Yeah. Take you a hit. <laughs> <laughs> the kids fucking throw it up and I thought that was funny because like every every kid's had that moment with I've never dad. did the smoking thing yeah like, good for you bro I mean yeah 
I never that's good for you, man. That is by far out of all the things I've ever done in my life. That's the one thing I wish I'd have never done. I'm not saying I didn't smoke. I'm saying my parents didn't catch me smoking. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. you stopped it. Like, right. So willpower is all I'm saying. Yeah. You'd be a better Green Lantern than me. You would. Yeah, I smoked for two years straight. And then one day I realized cigarettes were $8 a pack. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I hate it, bro. Like, my wife, too, like, she gives me the hardest time about it because like she wants me around you know right and now she's got my kids in on it bro and it it makes me feel like about this fucking big but the addiction is so bad that it's like i I guess i'm just gonna be a piece of shit because i want to keep smoking but i don't want to bro but like that shit's got me dude i about to go see like a hypnotist or something anybody know in the comments bro tell me somewhere like what worked for y'all if y'all stop smoking cigarettes because i'm dead ass by the end of 2020 i do not want to be doing this shit anymore man yeah, you've been saying that for a couple of years, though. For real, though, bro, but I mean that shit. Like, yeah. listen to my voice, bro. When we started in the show, I could hit every octave. Now I'm, like, fucking stuck in Lil Wayne mode. Like, I sound scratchy as shit. Like, I just, it's bothering me, bro. Yeah, at least you don't sound like a Muppet. Not yet. <laughs> it's coming. It'll be Oscar before too long. Uh, every time I do edit these podcasts, I listen to my voice. I just sound like a Muppet. I like the, the, I like the contrast because, like, we don't both sound the same, and I hate when I listen to shit like that, and you can't tell who's talking at the time. Yeah, I've heard a couple of those. I'm like, wait, who's talking? I can't tell, but that is good about this. Yeah. Well, no, like I said, that's the beauty of the war with cinema, bro. Like, we yin and yang with everything. Mm-hmm. That's what brings the people back. Because if we were just over here both sucking off the movie, it wouldn't be that interesting. Depends on your taste, I guess. I mean, we've had movies that we've agreed on. Yeah. A couple, but... For the most part, I like the fact that we don't like the same things. It makes it worth doing. Because, like, if, like you said, like if we just had, if we did twenty movies that we both just loved, like you said, it would be an hour long fucking suck off. Like, like oh, this movie's this, and this, and this. You know, at least this way, like when it's a movie we haven't seen, at least we could take what we did like and what we didn't like from it. True. And people are actually getting content that's like, and I didn't think about it like that before. I've seen that movie, and I didn't even think about that. Yeah, know? that's true. And plus, I like watching movies that I haven't seen before. That's yeah, one of the too. reasons I like doing this. Yes. Or I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Right. Oh, yeah, I could definitely say that. Other than Harsh Times, I will definitely say there was no chance I would have watched any of these movies <laughs> by myself. Or uh, I probably would have watched Sorry to Bother You, because I had wanted to see that. That's right. why I asked you for it. But, yeah, Harsh Times, I love that shit. I've watched it again since we talked about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm glad I got two copies. Like, it was sheerly by accident, but I'm glad I was able to give you a copy. Sorry, Marta. She told me to come in. <laughs> like, it's great, bro. Christian Bale. That's that dude. I don't have a lot more to say about this movie. I kind of just don't like it. I know, it. I know. I just wanted to finish it off for him in case they were wondering. Like, I really hope everybody that has seen this movie... Comment in it and tell Greg on Instagram and and on this and everything. Tell the Beast that he's wrong. This is a great movie. It's not a great movie. It is. And then so like hijinks ensues. They do all this. They run around. Uh, Kevin Costner ends up kidnapping Courtney Cox and the money because she tries to take it to the uh well, the cleaner. Yeah, cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, she's trying to go and get the money clean. Laundered. That's what I was thinking. The launder. The yeah. money launder. Which is played by uh, John uh, John Lovitz. Lovitz, yeah, yeah, I love that guy. He's I hilarious. love that guy. I was tell- Have you seen um, Mom and Dad Save the Planet? Save what is it called? 
Mom and Dad Save the Earth. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. That is a weird fucking movie. He was great in Benchformers, even though that movie's stupid as shit. Like, he's funny in it. Do you not have it, too? There's a second Benchformers? Yep. With who in it? I don't know. Okay. My wife was looking up John Lovitz. I think he's in it. Um, that's the weirdest cast that's ever been put together for a fucking movie. Most definitely. Napoleon Dynamite. Fucking Rob Schneider. David Spade. Well, David Spade and Rob Schneider. Okay, I get that because they are friends. Like, yeah. You know, outside or whatever. And John Lovitz because he's popped up in other Adam Sandler shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where the fuck they dug up Napoleon at, bro. Like Adam Sailor was just like, yeah, man, I love that dumbass fucking movie, bro. I want you to be in my movie. Yeah. Oh, really? I get a chance to show some. No, no, no. You wear a helmet and you're afraid of like this and that, and you're like 35 living at home with your mom. Oh, so I'm. It's worse. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. I didn't care for it. Like, I, it has. It's moments. one of those movies where it's just like stupid as fuck, but like there are there is humor in it. That yeah, I there's find. a couple like, of parts where I'm like, ah, oh, that was pretty amusing, but I don't want to watch it again. Um, so have you seen that mom and dad save the mom and dad save the world? It's been years, bro. Oh, I feel like I should put those back on your list because you don't remember them. But anyway, put that back on the list. I'll watch it. John Lovitz is the uh, bad guy in that movie. The thing that I hate though is that guy Jeffrey Jones. Do you remember him? He was big in the nineties. Sounds familiar. Howard the Duck. He was the bad guy. Oh okay. Yeah yeah I know. Yeah he's in jail for uh, child pornography. Fuck that guy. Yeah exactly. Like I don't want to watch. Does he play the dad? Oh, fuck. I don't want to watch it either. Then. Yeah, fuck it. I don't like, support that shit at all. <laughs> I don't about, listen to R. Kelly anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's certain things where I I'm took just all that like, shit off my phone, everything, bro. Yeah. The guy's a monster. So, but anyway, right. John Lovitz plays the bad guy in that movie, and he's great, and I love him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just funny, period, man. He is. I love that little part he does in The Wedding Singer. He's losing his <laughs> mind. I'm reaping all the benefits. Like that shit's hilarious. And Kevin Costner su- shoots a bow. A bow. He's g- just getting off Robin Hood. <laughs> oh, dude, that was like that was a good little bit of uh, acting too, man, by him. Because like I'd never really seen anything where he had done like serious shit. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I didn't ever even kill him. I bought him all, like, because he knows he's gonna get killed. Like, yeah. I guess he thinks like because he's gonna just fucking fess up. Like he's just gonna let him go. And I thought that was a really good part, like, you know, because they go into the office and it's just bunches of, like, dead animals or, you know, whatever, bears yeah. and shit. How'd you get that one? I, I, I go on hunting trips. Uh, Kevin Costner could, like, smell the bitch on him. Do you? Are you going to kill me? Not until you get the safe open. Yeah. Like, dude, he has so <laughs> many lines in this movie. Like, when he kills the old dude at the gas station and takes that fucking, uh, the, the girl he's been holding captive, it looks like. Yeah. Like, which is nasty as shit, but, like, bring me with you. You can't go with me. I could call the cops, you know. And he, then it cuts back to showing that he cut the phone lines and mm-hmm. shit. He's like, you could try. <laughs> so good, bro. Like, so good. Like, And then they're just riding. And then, like, the Hells Angels right up next to him. And he's like, Murph, what's going on? Where's you and your horde going, Roy? Vegas. You ever been to Vegas? Or Albuquerque or some shit. I forget where he's like. Mm-hmm. He's like, grab your bubble gum. He says it to her twice. That's a great line, too. Grab your bubble gum. And it shows her on the back of some Harley with her bubble gum. Like, I didn't talk about, like. He didn't kill her. He was probably the only person in that movie he didn't kill. Like, well, before that, him. before that, the guy pulls up beside him and he's like, how, how, are you, how have you been? And the girl comes up. She's giving him roadhead. Oh yeah, and he's eating the bubble gum or whatever. Or she kisses him. And she he's kisses got the him, and gum. then he has dick bubble gum. 
And the biker's like, fuck yeah, we'll take her, bro. <laughs> like, that's a great part, man. I'm glad we didn't skip over that. <laughs> that's good shit. <laughs> and I love the cops, man. Oh, oh, oh. Can we talk about the stupid fucking scene that's in this movie? Which one? The one where he get, Kevin Costner gets pulled over by this cop, and it's like a Western shootout. Oh, because the cop already... Oh, my man, I did it again. It's like the cop already knows who this dude is. Is that what it is? Because Yeah, and Kevin Costner, because he's sitting in the car, he's like, great, a fucking cowboy. <laughs> so he just gets out of the car, because the, the cop knows what time it is. He knows the car's stolen. You can look at Kevin Costner and say, this dude's about to bring the heat. So they just fucking have an old-fashioned fucking drool. So I love that part, bro. stupid. I Great hate imagery, bro. The sun off his glasses. Great day. Beautiful day. And he's, like, got the toothpick and everything. I was like, man, shoot this fucking dude, like. Love it, dude. Nah. Loved it. It was not a good scene. <laughs> so out of place. <laughs> and I love that uh, when him and the kid, where he kidnaps the kid, that's what he did. He kidnaps Courtney Cox and the kid so he can get the money. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kid's like talking to him like he's a piece of shit because you're the bad guy and I've been hanging out with the dude you've been trying to kill. Oh, right. And uh, the fucking Volkswagen, he's like, slug bug, and punches Kevin Costner on the arm. And Kevin Costner looks at him like, I will fucking murder you, child. Yeah. But he lets it go. He keeps smoking a cigarette. And then, uh, and then, like, you don't even see the fucking Volkswagen. And he punches that kid in the side of the fucking head like hard as shit. <laughs> slug bug. Yeah. And he's like, there's no fucking... And then before he even gets to his head, the car drives by. And he's like, what? You don't want to play anymore? I love him in that movie, bro. Like, that is the best character he's ever played, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyways, they're going to shoot out at the end. He goes to take him fucking... Kurt Russell gets hit a couple times. They take him off in the ambulance so you think he's dead or whatever. But nope, Courtney Cox got the money and the kid and they stole the ambulance or whatever. Kevin Costner, greatest fucking scene to end a character, bro. He's fucking shooting it out with a SWAT team at the, at the it's like a construction site or something, isn't it? Yeah, something yeah. like that. They've already killed Ice-T. They I killed like Jack. Things. You know, they killed uh, Howie Long. And it's just Kevin Costner, man. He's by himself. Or no, maybe maybe Howie gets away. Because he tells him, like, we got to get out of here, Murph. And he's like, go ahead, Jack. And he tosses it. That's what he does. He tosses the money. Or, or mm-hmm. no, he tosses the money to the kid. Yeah, he tosses He's like, that's money. all of it. Um, That was kind of a weird scene. Like, he's such this, like, hard ass throughout the whole movie. And then at the end, he's... Well, he knew he wasn't getting away, bro. And, then, like, I think he, at the end of the day, like, he, he hated... Or he was such a piece of shit that, like, he did what he did to Kurt Russell's character, Michael. But... He still respected him, and I think that, and I think it's the same thing with the kid. Like he just, he liked the kid, but he was just so focused on doing what he was gonna do that it was just like fuck him. Mm. Like, but I love that scene where he's in that fucking office, bro, and he's all shot up and he's blood all over him. He's got this fucking hand cannon the size of a fucking small city. Like he could just melt, he could just mow down a building with it, bro. It's not a Gatling gun, but it's like a. Like some kind of fucking M4 or AR-15. It's got a fucking drum on it that's redonkulous, bro. The gun looks like he could take out a country. And he's just sitting there, like, bleeding. And he looks in, and you start seeing all the laser beams from the SWAT team on him. And he rips his hand up and sees the laser beams. And you think, like, for a second, like, maybe he's just going to give up, bro. And then the fucking metal kicks back in, and he just... Because it plays the Elvis song all slow and, like, you know, like... Like he's just kind of like fuck. How did I get here, man? <laughs> and then it's like, nope, fuck you all, bro. I'm taking you with me. <laughs> of course, they fucking mow him down. But yeah, best way to ever in a character yeah. go out like a fucking gangster, bro. Yep. 
my favorite Kevin Costner part, hands down. Hands down. Kevin, do a prequel, 2,000 Miles to Graceland. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll fucking direct it. I'll direct it myself. Um, But, yeah. What you going to grade it, man? I know, you're I, gonna grade shit, it? I know you're going to shit on it, but give me something. Uh, I, I think I'm going to give it a cradle of filth. So is that an eight? <laughs> Nine. Nine? Yeah. Hmm. I I don't like I don't want to watch this movie again. I rolled my eyes the whole time and like if it wasn't for the soundtrack and Kevin Costner like hamming it up in this character. That's how good he is in this movie, bro. You ignore the bad. I ignore the bad shit because that's how good he is. Yeah. And I love Kurt Russell. too. I love Kurt Russell, but you can take him or leave him. Like you could change him out with anybody, and it would have been the same. This isn't like Kurt Russell's best role. No, 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 not by any means. Like he compared to what Kevin Costner did for this movie. No, I mean I would almost say he phoned it in. But yeah, I liked his character. I didn't hate it, but I like that's he wasn't a good enough hero to me because I feel like Kurt Russell's one of those guys that can play the good or the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's that good. Yeah, you know? but Costner just outshined him on this one, man. And I'm pretty sure Kevin Costner's. Got, I know he's got an Oscar, but I'm pretty sure Kurt Russell doesn't have one, and this is why. <laughs> yeah, but he has hits. Oh, he has Kurt like, Russell's got Escape from New York, Escape from L.A. The thing. I didn't really like L.A. that much, but fucking uh, dude, fucking L.A. Confidential. Or no, that's Russell Crowe. My bad. <laughs> I know. I was about to say they live. But Tequila that's, uh, Sunrise is the one I was thinking of. Mm, he's good in that. That's Rowdy Piper. Yeah. They live. And uh, what's his name? Uh, I mean, Kurt, like I said, Kurt Russell's got hits for fucking days, dude. I yeah. like that movie Dark Blue with him too. I haven't seen. He that. plays a crooked cop during the L.A. riots. I'm a I'm a late bloomer to Kurt Russell. Like for some reason. Oh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, it, I love that it, fucking baby. movie. Uh, my dad and I never really watched Kurt Russell movies. I don't know why. Now let me ask you this, bro, because because I feel like I mean at the same time like this is a dumb action movie, but like. Big Trouble in Little China is the dumbest action movie. Yeah, but it's other not than take, like it, Last Action Hero, it's like the dumbest action movie. The thing is, it's taking itself. This movie's taking itself kind of too serious. Maybe. Like, but like I, I Big was Trouble, say maybe Big the Trouble, nostalgia. You know? Big Trouble Little China is having fun. Like right. it knows how silly and. Well, it's one of those movies that I feel like because you see it as a kid, you love it, and then you keep that love with you as an adult. But it's one of those movies that I felt like if I'd have watched it as an adult, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. No, because I watched it as an adult and I loved that movie. Really? I bought it because I, I thought it was so silly. See, there's like two different types of bad. There's like trying to be good mm. and just coming off as bad and then knowing you're bad and just having fun with it. You know? That's how I feel like Napoleon Dynamite is. Like it's so fucking corny that it's funny. Yeah. Like... The first two times I watched Napoleon Dynamite, I hated that movie. Now I love it. Like I die. I've been wanting to rewatch it because I love it. That like, reason. Fucking vote for Pedro, like dude. The, so much like just left field comedy in that movie. Like it's so random that it's just hilarious. Exactly. Like, I love that. I love that shit. Another movie I feel like that about is uh, High Fidelity. You ever see that with John Cusack and I Jack Black? So. It's like the first movie Jack Black ever did. Really? It's one of them. Hmm. But it's about John Cusack owns a record store, and Jack Black's like one of his loser friends that works at the record store with him, and uh, he does everything top five lists, it's like top five. It's a you would like it, I think. 
I, sure. I gotta see if I own it, bro. Because if I own it, I'm gonna let you borrow it. All right. Because it all revolves around like this guy. Like he does top five lists of songs and and artists through the movie. Like he goes to a funeral. He's like top five songs I want played at my funeral. Angel by Aretha Franklin and like just names off all these great songs, beautiful songs. And it was like top five songs about death. And like Jack Black is like, ooh, you know, like he's doing his real Jack Black shit in that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look for that, bro, because I think you'd love that movie. You don't like Jack Black, do you? Certain things, I like Jack Black. I like early Jack Black, like when he, like you said, wasn't taking himself serious. Like Saving Silverman, I love him in that movie, bro. That was a good movie. He's hilarious in that. Um, I loved School of Rock, and I'm not into musicals. I'm not into you know me, bro. I'm not into any of that. But I love that. Like it seems so genuine, like and his love for that, and like what he was doing with those kids you know what i mean yeah kendra yeah. loved that movie and for some reason i didn't get around to watching it so she made me watch it and i thought it was a good movie i figured you'd like just because of the appreciation you have for music you know what i mean mm -hmm. i figured you'd enjoy it my favorite though is for some reason shallow how oh i love that movie too i, I own love that. shallow yeah, i love shallow how. that's a great movie i'm glad I, 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 I can't believe i didn't think of it <laughs> orange county he plays like a he plays like the the loser stepbrother or mm -hmm. the brother Love him in that. Like, Jack Black is great in certain doses and certain things, man. Pink of Destiny is great. No. <laughs> and then, and then I say, no, don't, don't kill me, everybody. But like, I'm not a Tenacious D fan. I will tell you that right now. I am a huge Tenacious D fan. I think Kyle Gass is funny as shit when he does movies and shows and stuff. And I think him and Jack Black are funny together. But for some reason. When they do that shit, it it, it does not f hit me at all, bro. Really? I went and saw that movie at theaters and did not laugh one fucking time, dude. Except for that part with Ben Stellar in the closet. <laughs> that was it. I think there's a light switch. Don't do not do the Damn it. <laughs> like, that was okay. But, like, other than that, man, I thought that whole movie was shit. Like, but <laughs> I also know that people love Tenacious D. Like, they love their skits. They love the show when it was on HBO. When I was in high school, I bought the Tenacious D album when it came out, and I listened to that shit on repeat because that's I'm the saying. funniest shit. And ever. like I said, and I understand that, that there are people out there that love that. That movie has a, probably a huge cult following. I actually, um, it's funny we're talking about it because it's all my guilty pleasures because I recognize how bad it is, but I have a good time because... Um, but that's... I, I actually listened to the soundtrack of Pick a Destiny before I even watched the movie, and it actually enhanced my watching experience. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I, I had a uh, dude I worked with when, at the time when it came out. He was the biggest Tenacious D fucking groupie. He loved Tenacious D. And he's like, I bought the soundtrack last month. I can't wait till the movie comes out. Like, he was, like, just fucking. It was one of those weird times where, like, we would put the soundtrack out before, but then again. They're musicians, so like I don't know, man. It's some weird. It's way. not my bag, but I get why people love it. Yeah, you know? I love it, even though like I recognize its fucking flaws and silliness right. and shit. Like it's not a good movie, but god damn it, if I don't have a good time watching That's it. That's how I am with this movie, man. Three thousand miles. Like I understand that everybody loves it, but I fucking love it. So yeah, I guess it. you're right. Oh, I won't watch this again. I hate it. This movie. Sorry, right, man. Every day for the next year, I'm going to come up with a different quote from it. Just it'll never leave you. Because I have to keep that shit with my head from the movie I just watched. Sanakiti, New York. Sanakiti. Sanakiti, New York. That's what, I told, that's what I told my wife last night. I said, this guy's got me watching movies. I can't even pronounce the fucking name of them. Like, I was like, I hope he likes 3,000 Miles to Graceland. If not, fuck him. He'll, I like it. <laughs> I like it that much. can't believe you gave it a cradle of filth. I told you I saw those guys? Or no? Not Cradle of Filth. What's the other one I always get him confused with? 
the lambs. Silence oh, of the Lambs oh, or whatever the fuck. Lamb of God. Lamb of God. I saw Lamb of God live. Those guys go pretty hard. That dude looks like he needs to bathe. The lead singer. <laughs> he just looks so dirty. Like he hasn't, like he's just, yeah. He's pretty awesome. I, I love him. I hear he's like the nicest guy ever. Oh, yeah. He's but like, a sweetheart. Uh, he looked crusty as fuck on that stage. I mean, that's most metalheads. Like, have you been to metal what, shows? What, 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 what says I can't play metal, but I can't be clean too? Like, <laughs> then that's just new metal. What do you mean that's just new metal, bro? Bathe. Nasty bitch. Bathe <laughs> your body. It's not going to make your music better. People aren't backing up because it's great. It's because you stink. These guys are like crammed into a, a t- fucking white I get no it, man. window tour yeah, bus yeah, for like we're, months we're at a time. Paying the dues. We're fucking all in the same little van. Yeah, bro. You, you go to a hotel, right? <laughs> What's in every hotel room? A fucking shower. Hit that bitch. I, I'm sorry. Like, that's one thing for me, bro. I don't mind being in close spaces. I don't mind riding with people or doing things like that. We take this shit on the road, bro. We can travel together, bro. But, like, we're going to bathe. Like, we're going to fucking bathe. Like. Actually, body odor is one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, if I can smell you. Because it hits you, you in the fucking right here, dude. Right there. Like, it's bad. Yeah. Some people we work with, like, holy fuck. Dude. There was actually one guy, me and uh, Steve-O were talking to him, and we walked away, and I asked Steve-O, I'm like, I wish I knew how to say things politely because everything I say comes off as like an asshole tone because I was going to say, did you forget to put on deodorant today? But that's like, a but I thing. love him. I love that about him though. Like that's, what's so great about Steve. Like Steve doesn't realize how funny he is, man. I've told Steve, I said, bro, you're dry humor, but like, it's so on point. It's so timing is everything. And with yes. that brand of comedy and he's got it, dude. Like, and I told him all the time, I'm like, bro, you need to, Try to do more like he you. is one of my favorite people. What what were we? I love fucking Steve O. He's great people, man. Shout out to Steve O. Yeah, Rodrigo. we were. I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, that person. Like, have you seen? They lost a bunch of weight. Like, I'm real proud of them. He's like, yeah, man. Oh, Ethan Suple. Ethan Suple. Yeah, from uh, Mall Rats and shit. He lost 250 pounds, bro. He's jacked now. Is he? Yeah, he just did an interview with Men's Health, bro. Damn. He showed me how to work on my chest and everything, bro. Good for him. Kind of inspired me a little bit. Um, you know who actually did that too was uh, shit, I can't remember his name. Uh, the guy from My Name Is Earl, the brother. That's Ethan Suple. Is it? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. What was I watching? I was he watching. Said the, he said he was at five hundred and thirty pounds, bro. Damn. And it makes sense because if you remember him from Boy Meets World and Mallrats and all of his early shit, he's John Q. He's always been a huge guy. What? Um. And this dude looks like he can fuck me up now, bro. Yeah. His beard could outbeat my beard's ass, bro. It uh, bothers the fuck out of me. I can't think of what movie it was because my wife and I watched the movie, didn't even realize he was in it, but he pops up and he's huge. Like, he's mm-hmm. jacked as fuck. I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Like, he's put on some fucking serious he lost, muscle. He lost some weight when he did My Name is Earl, but it was like he wasn't still. But I'm telling you now, bro, like, it's night and fucking day, dude. Mm-hmm. He is ripped, son. Good for him. Yeah. I love that guy. I wish I... I hate that I didn't know his name. Um, he's a good actor. Like he's he's one of those guys that like he just pops up and shit, you know. But he's great. He's never like I don't know anything off the top of my head that he's ever been the the main guy. But like he's a great side character mm-hmm. in anything I've ever seen. Blow, he's great. What's his name? Ethan Suple. S U P L E E. Because it's gonna bother me not thinking because uh, it was re- a recent movie. He was in Clerks 2 for like 10 seconds, but he wasn't jacked. He was just skinny. No, no, no. I know that. American History X, he did. I didn't. Oh, he was a huge fat fuck in that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
He's in, like I said, bro. Butterfly effect. John Q. Dude, he's in so many bangers, bro. So many good movies. He's got relate. He's got to have great relationships with a bunch of guys because like they always like throw him in shit. Like, I know, right? Look, look at this filmography. If you he, look at his filmography, you'd be like, bro, this guy's been in every great movie that's ever made. Oh well, he's been in a lot of movies. Just in general, Evolution, mm-hmm. The Mountain, Cold Mountain. Oh yeah, Cold Mountain. I forgot about that too. That's not my kind of movie, but my old boy Jamie loves that fucking. Movie. I love it too. Wife said she tried to watch it and. Well, he's, she was bored. he's big into bluegrass. Like, that motherfucker can strum the shit out of a banjo, mandolin, any of that shit. Yeah. I like to get you two together. I really liked, because um, Jack White did a lot of music for Cold Mountain. And he and loves I, he loves Jack White, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like him back in the day, but I've grown to love him. He doesn't like the band, the one the White, the white stri- Stripes. He doesn't like the White Stripes. He likes his shit. Oh, yeah. okay. Jack White, man. The only thing I can remember from Jack White other than being in that movie is that movie Coffee and Cigarettes mm-hmm. where him and the chick, I'm assuming it's his sister, and he's got a, a Tesla type of thing where it was shown and he's like, he's got carried around in a wagon and she's like, what are you still doing with that thing? And he's like, it interests me. <laughs> and they like have a whole 20 minute conversation about like this and that and she's like, so are you going to turn it on? Yeah. Yeah, I'll turn it on for you. And then it like cuts their scene to something else but it's just like, <laughs> I just remember that random ass scene with him and her in it. Like, okay. But, yeah, Jack White, uh, I don't know. But not my movie, but like I said, he loves it. But oh, I see. Yeah. Acting. Good actors. Good actors. But, yeah, shout out to Ethan Supley for getting ripped. I know. Jack, son. Good for him. Um, So, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about 3,000 Miles to Graceland. It's disrespectful, but it's okay. Um. I don't know what my next movie. I'll, I'll probably give you. I know we're gonna do Harry Potter and the the. Uh, well, I got pleasures. two. I got two right now at the house that I haven't watched yet. That's what I was gonna say. But after we do that, I think I'm going to to watch um, Murder Party. Okay. I think it'll be a fun time. Dude, when I looked at the cover of Nocturnal Animals, man, I saw the two actors and I said, "Here we go again, bro." Fucking Jake Gyllenhaal, love this guy. <laughs> Never heard of this movie. Fuck me. Here it's, we go. Again. Jake Gyllenhaal has to do like the weirdest movies he can come across. Well, that's what I respect about the guy. Because for every blockbuster badass movie he does, he'll do a movie for himself too. Yeah. And like, why I may not like it, at least he has the fucking power to be like, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm gonna do it because I like it. You might like Nocturnal Animals. Yeah. I think you might like it. It's got Jennifer Aniston in it too, right? Yeah. Yeah, my wife was like, I love those two. Like, why haven't I heard of this? I was like, because it's a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those revenge movies, but it's kind of like fucked up. Okay. I'm excited to rewatch it. I might make her watch it with me. Yeah, yeah, she might like it. She loves Jennifer Aniston. That's like her hero in life. Is it Jennifer Aniston? I thought it was, but I could be be wrong. I mean, I'm not that it really matters. It's a big time lady, though. I could have been wrong, but I thought it was her. No, it's um, Amy Adams. Oh, well, as I said, she's a big actress. Yeah. Notebook. I yeah. I, she, I is she a Notebook? No, she ain't a Notebook. <laughs> that's uh, that's the other chick. I don't know, but she's fucking gorgeous. The other chick for the Notebook or Amy, Amy Adams. Adams? Oh yeah, she's banging. That's Lois Lane. That's new Lois Lane. And I have uh one of her other movies, Arrival, on your list. I'm gonna watch. I'm oh, isn't that watch. the Aliens one? 
Yeah, it's, I remember. You're not gonna like the, that one. I remember seeing the preview for it. And it's like they're in a fucking forest or some shit. Mm-hmm. I get that movie and the one with Natalie Portman confused. The Annihilation one. Like, I get those two confused. They're both on your list. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. And I they're, love Natalie Portman. And they're both obscure as fuck. I'll, I'll make it through that shitty movie just to look at her for two hours. Uh, I came so fucking hyped up for fucking Thor 4, dog. She's going to be the new Thor. Yeah. Can't wait. She's going to be so sexy, bro. If I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of checked out. Like, um, after Endgame, I'm kind of like, all right, we made it. I'm not excited for any superhero movies from now on. Shit, bro. I'm going to see all the motherfuckers. Like, Venom 2, I'm excited for. But that's mm-hmm. because Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Like, If they don't make that movie rated R, bro, I'm not going to see it. Nope, I'm going to boycott it. Yep. They're letting Birds of Prey be rated R, which I don't get me wrong. I am excited for Birds of Prey. I've shouted it on my YouTube channel, too. Like, I love Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Not only just to look at, but I think she's a good actress, too. No, I think she's a great actress. And I think she fucking kills it as Harley Quinn. Yeah, I don't think she got the... Uh, I'm glad she's doing gr- uh, Birds of Prey because I don't feel like she got the respect she deserves from Suicide Squad. I don't think anybody thought she would do that good of a job, bro. Yeah, that her. cage scene, like, creepy oh, as fuck yeah. but i'm excited for it yeah i think she's uh gonna really bust out on this one and I then she's gonna be in suicide squad too mm-hmm. so that'll be cool well the suicide squad whatever they're calling it yeah i'm excited for that too that don't come out till next year but that's gonna be a banger too man fucking uh sean gunn or james gunn don't fuck around man mm-hmm. dude makes great movies yeah if they'll give him the rights like they need to take their hands off the wheel let mm-hmm. the directors do their thing Dude, that's Warner. That's my biggest beef with Warner Brothers, bro. Mm-hmm. They fucking ruined Justice League and Suicide Squad with that shit. Yeah, you enjoy them though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know me, bro. Like, I, I love superhero movies. Yeah, but yeah, that, there's not. A, it's not. It's really weird because it's not a big year for comic book movies. Mm-hmm. I think Marvel's only got one or two coming out this year. I was Main, looking- big movies. Like, I know they got a couple series that's going to be on Disney Plus, but yeah, they got Black Widow movie, and I, I think they're doing like. Uh, Eternals, I think, comes out this year. Maybe not, but mm. DC's got Birds of Prey and fucking uh, Wonder Woman 2, which I can't wait for. That's it lo- it awesome. looks really good. That guy, Pedro Pascal, that's playing Maxwell Lord in, mm-hmm. in the Wonder Woman sequel, I love that guy. He plays the Mandalorian, and he's in Narcos. I love that dude. Great actor. I need to watch Mandalorian. I don't know why I've been putting it off. Mandalorian? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about it, though. Like, you don't love Star Wars like that, so, like, it's not... One of those series that you were going to jump on. Right. But I think it's very good. Everyone you know. seems to like it. It's getting good reviews, so I might as well check it out. I was really pissed that they only had fucking eight episodes. Like, I was really blown away. I know that. you and Steve were talking about how they were going to have like 20 episodes, and then next thing you know, it ends. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> fuck. And then, you know, you get the layoff. That's what makes it so bad. But uh, one thing I, I hate and love about it at the same time, like, that's what I love about Netflix. They just put the whole season out at once. Which is great because you don't have to wait. You just watch them, but then mm-hmm. you're done with it in a day. Yeah, you know because you love the show. This one, but the week wait would kill me, man. Like waiting for it to come out. Now like, you know the pain of Game of Thrones <laughs> that I was going through. Honestly, man, like I, it's it's really crazy to me because I used to love TV so much, man. I had my <laughs> set of shows that I would watch, and that was my weekly routine was to go watch these shows. And I I couldn't tell you the last time I literally just sat down and was like. This is my series. Like, I just, you know, I'd probably say Sons of Anarchy was the last one I was really into like that. Mm-hmm. 
Justified, uh, Breaking Bad. You like Justified? I love Justified. I have the first season. Like Mick loves it, and I have the first three. I've been meaning to watch it. I just that show. It, I loved the way Tilly All the Font played that character, and I yeah. loved the basis for that show. But I felt like the writing slipped off in the last couple seasons of it. Mm-hmm. Like it got kind of mundane. And then the ending of it was kind of shitty too. Like I didn't really like the ending. It was not. It was a bad ending. It just was very like, like everybody rides off into the fucking sunset. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but Timothy Oliphant's another actor I like a lot. Oh, he's great. He doesn't come. He doesn't. He doesn't do a lot of shit anymore. He was. Uh, he was my favorite part of Girl Next Door. Oh yeah, he's great. In that. I, I love that character. I love him in Go. He plays a great drug dealer in Go, man. Go. You never saw that? I don't think so. It's on your list. <laughs> You're not going to remember half this shit. It's fine. I got like five of them. I've been under there. I got Last Man Standing. I got Smoking Aces. Now this. And then the other two we just talked about, which I'll watch the episode and remember them. Oh, uh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh. Anyway, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I can say you got shit going on, but like... Uh, even though you didn't enjoy the movie, bro, I'm glad that we had a good talk about it, though. Cause, yeah, like, I it, enjoy the show. It was more it. fun to talk about than it was to watch. You see that? Maybe that's the problem, bro. Maybe you should watch the movies with me, cause I make everything better. I've been like telling I you I want to watch man. the movies with you. Yeah, that's true. We should do that once or twice. There's a couple of movies that, like Troll Two, I wanted to watch with you because I knew you were gonna be fucking hate watching it Oof. and not know how to have a good time. But to have me there busting out laughing. What's the difference in then having a good time and then fucking stabbing yourself in the leg with something, man? Like, <laughs> you knew giving me that movie, you knew you were being a dick. Like, yeah, I was, but. This movie is so bad, I'm gonna, Nick's gonna hate it. If like, you wouldn't have hated nothing so much, you wouldn't have gotten it so early. I don't know how long that episode was, but the fact that we even kept that shit, like, if it's a 30 minute episode, I, I don't know how we talked about it that long. <laughs> That's how shitty of a movie it was. <laughs> Holy fuck. Because there were so many fun facts. Like, I was I just throwing fun facts. I still have nightmares about that fucking movie, bro. <laughs> so, I've seen better porn that's been directed better. So than when that. we're done, you want to watch the uh, super cuts of Troll 2, right? No. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> that whole movie should have been a fucking super cut. They could have took that hour and a half movie down to 10. It would have been fine with me. Yeah. We still got all the information. We're good. We're still hating life. Like We got everything we got, you know? <laughs> Um, anyway, hopefully the next episode we're gonna do uh, Harry Potter. That's the plan. Right, you're doing Harry Potter. We're doing the Harry Potter series, followed by the long-awaited. We've been talking about this for a while. We've never yeah. done it. The guilty pleasures episode. Yeah, we're gonna have. I made a top ten guilty pleasures, and then we're just gonna talk about talk about them because because yeah, that's great, bro. Because like I'm really interested to see what your guilty pleasures are. Yeah, being that you give me all the ones you do, or you're fine with. You right. Know? So. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited to see what yours are. So you're giving me murder party, murder party after that, I guess. I'll have you watch. Didn't you say Smoke and Aces? I did want you to watch Smoke and Aces, but I got to give it to you still. I was going to try to give you one you already had, but yeah. Oh. I'll bring Smoke and Aces. Yeah. I'll bring it to work with me. All right. Well. Well, that's all for this time. Let's see make like a fetus time. and head out. <laughs> Later. Later.